What is up, my people? And welcome back to another episode of Probably Problematic. I'm your host, Kate. And this is the third time that I have filmed this fucking episode. I am I am feeling all types of emotions. A uh, majority of them are upset. I am definitely upset. Um, so the first time around, I actually had Matt on the podcast, my boyfriend, for those of you guys who don't know. I had him on the podcast, and we were living our best life. We were answering some questions. We were asking each other, like, random personal questions so that you guys can get to know us on a personal basis, you know, especially Matt, because I feel like me, I'm more of an open book. However, that didn't go as planned. Um, I put the SD card into my desktop. I don't know why the fuck I just glitched. Um, hello, my avatar needs to get it together. But yeah, I put the SD card inside of my desktop and it did this weird like glitch thing where it just completely froze and I wasn't able to retrieve anything that was on it. It just straight up deleted everything that we did. And that podcast episode was close to an hour and it was really good because we got into some deep details and if you guys know my boyfriend he's just someone who isn't really that open with everybody he's like that with me he don't give a flying fuck to let it rip and hurt other people's feelings <laughs> and roast them around me but when it comes to like social media and like having other people in his conversation he is very careful what he says and this was the first time in a while that he actually opened up and I was so pissed that we lost that footage but he did agree to do it again so hopefully we can get that episode out <sighs> happy Friday it is Friday for us problematic listeners and this is so weird because usually I'm used to filming this shit on a Thursday or a day before Thursday so it's very funky and fresh but I do have a topic now today that I want to talk about aside from the whole question thing. So the theme for this week was to obviously do the whole question situation with Matt and you guys get to know us on a deeper level. But since we don't have time to record that today, I'm going to go on to the next topic that I wanted to talk about that is also very fresh. Um, and I feel like this is going to resonate with a lot of people, whether you're a dancer or not, because this specific thing just straight up comes with experience and also learning your worth and putting your foot down when you need to put your foot down. Um, I'm going to be speaking on my experiences and then experience that I've heard from other people. Um, majority of these people are obviously professionals and they're all like females. But what really made me bring up this conversation or want to have this conversation is the simple fact that I spoke to someone recently who is a male professional and he expressed how he was going through the same exact thing I was and it's just you know it goes to show that social media of course I continue to say this is literally fucking fake but it also goes to show you that not everything is how you see it because these are people who as dancers they perform so you look at them and you think they're on top of the world and they have all of this going for them and behind the scenes it's really shitty it's really shitty and it mainly stems from not knowing your worth. And when you do know your worth or you find that voice inside your head that says, you know what, this isn't right. That's when you become the villain. And honestly, you need to be okay with being the villain sometimes. I know it sucks. It's a sucky feeling because no one wants to be told that they're doing too much. But it comes to a point where it's like, well, 
you kind of have to recognize what I have to offer. You kind of have to recognize my fucking effort in all of this. So let's get into today's episode. And today's episode is going to be about knowing your worth when it comes to instructing classes, when it comes to just your work in general. And again, this can be taken even for people who do like office jobs and stuff like that at the end of the day we are providing a service and if you are someone who has a boss you are providing a service to a business and granted when running a business because I have been on the other end of running a business when you're running a business you're always going to go with the cheaper option but then you're also going to go with the quality that comes with the cheaper option so it's like if I'm going to be buying backpacks. I don't know. I'm just picking up random shit so it can make sense. If I'm going to be buying backpacks, I know I have a limit of I want to spend $30. So I'm going to say this is the $30 I have limited towards these backpacks. I'm going to pick the better quality for $30. You get what I'm saying? Same thing goes with owning a business and picking out your instructors. Um, Obviously, business owners, they want to have top notch at their studio but they don't want to pay top notch money so in the salsa scene specifically like I know this for a fact I've, I've seen it with my own fucking eyes I've had it done to me plenty of times um they will down talk your price and they are again it's a business you can't even be mad at them they are negotiating their price and they're trying to get high quality stuff for an affordable rate because at the end of the day if they can get more of a payout to give back to their business and their pocket obviously they're going to do that and you if you were in their situation this is why I say you can't be mad at them yes it is fucked up it is fucked up because there is a reasonable way to do it you know but at the same time you can't be mad at them because they're the ones with the business and you're kind of walking into their realm, you know? So you kind of put yourself in that situation. So I'm going to speak first on just solely my experience. In the beginning of teaching, I taught at my own dance studio and I taught, it was my mom's studio and it was kind of our business. Basically, she handled all of the financial part of it and I did all of the work and just busted my ass and, you know, made sure that we had what we had had and I put a lot of thought and a lot of hard work into that so there's where I learned all of my creativity there is where I learned all of my professionalism how I wanted to work moving forward and when it was time for me to branch out and start not only owning my own business because I kept Kate's dance company but that's the business side of it I'm talking more of the know your fucking worth as an instructor part of it right now so outside of the studio I would teach and when I would teach with um, teams that I was on, I would get, and again, this is just me speaking on my experience. So I am going to expose a little bit of like my pay and my money and stuff like that. So I would get paid at the time, I believe it was like two, 200, 200. Yeah, I'm going to go with 200 right now. So I was getting paid 200. And I was 18 years old. I had no bills. So $200 was a lot of money for me. And then at the time, the team that I was on was really hot and popping. So I was going away every single weekend. So what? That's like 
$800 a month, if you will. And that's for someone who doesn't have any bills. I live at home with my mom. My mom was paying literally everything. The only thing I had to do was make sure I was going to school. And, you know, I was living the life. But that in an early, kind of like in an early age, drilled into my brain that we needed to always go with the flow. You know, you didn't want to upset anybody. So there came a point on that team where I had to step in as a director because one of the directors had to step out. There was no increase in pay for me, but there was definitely increase in work. I had to run the teams. I had to perform as the lead person. I had to do the workshops. And it was on one trip that we it kind of like clicked for me that I should have been getting paid way more because the other director had ended up paying me more than what I was usually getting so I think instead of like $200 I got like $500 that weekend and I was like why am I getting paid $500 and they were like oh this is for all the extra work you've been putting in just don't tell the other director that I gave you this money So it was kind of done in secret. And then when I had gotten home, for some reason, it really stood with me. And I was like, I'm not comfortable with this. Not that I wasn't comfortable getting the extra money. Of course, I was comfortable getting the extra money. I'm fucking 18 years old. Like, it doesn't matter. But it just showed that there was more money being made that I wasn't aware of. And I was doing all of the work but I wasn't getting the payout for it. Does that make sense? So basically, I'm teaching, I'm traveling, I'm making sure everybody's getting everything done while other people are just chilling, sitting back, and we're making the same amount of money. That's fucking bananas. It's literally bananas, right? So I'm like, okay, um, run that back by my mom. And I'm like, hey, um, so this and this happened this weekend. You know, basically I got paid more. So there is, you know money being made and basically the price didn't change because the other director wasn't in it anymore so if there's extra money being made I'm doing the work as if the other director was there and I'm not getting paid for it so my mom then was like damn we should have like really sat and talked about this beforehand because we already agreed and my mom and I are someone that once we agree to something we don't want to seem like we're being greedy so we don't want to double back on it but this is a specific situation that needed to be double backed on because here I am busting my ass losing sleep and I was even told at the time by um the other director that I was working with um basically if you do not pull up or if um you stepping in for the other director um doesn't really read well the entire team is going to fall apart so long story short and how my 18 year old brain read that was like, if you are not good enough, the entire team is going to suffer. And at the time, the team was hot shit. So I put all of that pressure on my back like, yo, if I don't get my shit done correctly, they're not going to hire the team anymore. And it's going to be my fault, which obviously looking back now, it's like, little bitch. No, it's not your fault. It's the company's fault. Like if y'all couldn't continue that fire without one person, then your fucking company sucks. That's nothing to do with you. But again, 18 year old me being dramatic. Oh my God, the world is going to be over if I cannot hit my Susie Q correctly. That was me. Literally fucking dramatic. Anyway, so I went about it, but then I started keeping it in mind. And that's when I started to slowly on this team open my, my mouth a lot more. 
And I would say like things like, for example, one time we were on a trip and someone got sick. Okay, someone got sick. We had to do this show, just myself and the director, because the other girl had gotten sick. Okay, no problem. We did the show. So then the next day, the girl was feeling better and we did the complete casted show with everybody. But someone on the team, he was a little upset because he didn't get to perform for two shows that weekend. So he was just being selfish and greedy because he had like a little entourage over there. Uh, I believe we were in Mexico. He had a little entourage over there that, you know, he wanted to perform for and his little friends, and his little buddies. Okay, fine, cute. Leave me out of that. So then I go and I tell the director, I put my foot down and I said, no, I'm not going to do the show. They can do the show. How is it that we did that show yesterday, you and I? Now, Shorty is feeling better. So we all did the next show. And because he wants a little extra clout and attention, I have to redo the show. That's me performing three times. And I'm getting paid way below my pay grade because now from the previous trip, you let me know that there's extra money being made. And here I am again doing extra stuff. So then he sat me down and was like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, we're a team, we're a family. So I started to feel bad, but then I caught myself and I was like, but you taught me it's about the money. You taught me that it's about um, putting on perfect shows so that we can get hired more. You taught me that it's about looking good and presentable so people can want a good looking team 24 seven at their at their place. You taught me it's about throwing after parties and staying up to the butt crack of fucking dawn so that people can want to hang out with us and we'll be invited to events. And now that I'm putting my foot down, And telling you that it fucking costs to live like this. You know, it's expensive. Um, Me staying up at the butt crack of dawn to then teach a workshop the next day. I ain't getting paid enough for that. Um, Me doing extra shows because other people want extra time and, and clout. I'm not getting paid enough for that. So when I put my foot down, it was like, this is what the fuck you taught me. And I'm throwing it back at you. And now you're upset. So then, of course, I become the villain. Because it's like, oh, you're not being a team player. No, fuck you. You're not being a fucking team player. Because overall, behind my back, this team is making way more than what you're portraying it to be. And we're doing a lot of the work. And you're not paying us the rate that you know we deserve. Right? But again, back to the beginning of the episode, it is a business. So if no one around you is questioning that, you're going to get away with it. I would too. If I'm offering everybody on my business only $200 and I am pocketing a thousand close to $2,000 and my partner is pocketing a thousand close to $2,000, why am I going to say anything? That's more money for us, you know? So I understand why he thought it was okay to get away with it, but this bitch became woke and I was like, this isn't going to happen anymore. So then I guess after I said that, he came to me probably like two two weeks after we talked about the whole situation and I got a raise for whatever reason the raise was. Okay, cool, whatever. It still wasn't that much, but who am I to bitch? I'm 18 years old and I don't have any fucking bills. Fine. Eventually I leave the studio because I just feel like I've, I've outgrown them and then I move on to my toxic partnership. I say it was a toxic partnership because if you haven't heard the first 
two episodes of my side, then you should listen to that and understand why I will always address it as my toxic partnership. A lot of people feel like that's me being petty, me being salty, me holding on to it. But it's like, I have worse things I call that partnership. And for legal and for politically correct reasons, I'm going to address it as my toxic partnership always. So just know that there's a lot of other bad shit I can say, but I don't. So appreciate that. Anyway, moving on. So now we go on to the toxic partnership and I explain to them my situation last place I just came from and they then tell me that I was being underpaid while still fucking underpaying me. So here's where he fucked up because he taught me everything that I deserved and then when I realized my worth, it then came around and bit him in the fucking ass. So in the beginning of that partnership, I let them know, this is what I'm getting paid over there at that end. I started off at a rate of 550. We agreed to the whole costume situation, yada, yada, yada. I explained that in the whole my side part one and part two thing. If you want to get into details, listen to that. So I agreed to all of that. No problem. But now it came to a point where it's like you're asking me to teach workshops, You're not paying me to teach your workshop. You're asking me to run your teams. I give you a set price. It's not good enough for you. We move on from that. I wasn't getting paid for those teams. And I ended up getting paid for the actual team itself in a lump sum at the end because I already said I was leaving. And I was like, oh, and by the way, you're not paying me for the fucking team anyway. So I don't want to do it anymore. Paid me in the lump sum. I broke the fuck out, gave it to someone else who would do it for free. Who would do it for free? And then when she couldn't come up with what the fuck it was that she was supposed to do, he brought in somebody else to do it for free. So yeah, again, back to the business part of it. They will always pick the free option when you put your fucking foot down and say, listen, I need you to pay me my rate, right? So then I started picking up in that moment, again, money is being made and I am working as if I'm receiving that money. Like that's the type of effort I'm putting in and I'm not getting enough. Like I'm not getting any of that. So it wasn't until I taught my first workshop by myself and I was nervous as fuck because I was like, no one's going to come. Who am I? And in that first workshop, I made more money in that fucking hour I made more money in that hour than I did in a weekend traveling every single weekend and that's when it fucking clicked that I do have the potential I do have the fucking power I am talented and I can do this and that's why I've been pushed in the fucking back burner because the moment I unlock this then I'm gonna grow the fucking balls to say either you pay me more or I'm out and I will then have a backup plan that's the thing with these studio owners and that's the thing with these grimy directors is that when they feel that they have you back in like backed up in a corner to feel like, okay, where are you going to go from this to what? That's when they're grown. That's when they have the upper hand and they get you to settle for the bullshit prices of $25 an hour, $30 an hour. It's all a mental game. And this specific reason why I'm telling this is not to bash anybody because again, like I said in the beginning, I am not upset that I had to go through all of this because it is a business. I understand it. I'm not upset at all. But this is 
me speaking on the other end to remind those who are now starting to be either directors or you're starting to teach, run a team, be an instructor, work at congresses and stuff like that. If this is what you're going to be doing, you need to learn your worth from now and you need to put your fucking foot down and stop letting these people run us like we're fucking dumb because we're not dumb. And at the end of the day, the promoters in this scene can bitch about everybody's pricing. But at the end of the day, if we all put our fucking foot down, there's no event. There's no event. I'm sorry, I'm not going to go and teach your workshops, three workshops a weekend for fucking little chelitos and you think I'm going to give you every single thing. If we all come together, which I highly doubt because the only time this scene ever comes together is when they're fucking spreading STDs and shit like that. But if we were better people, you know, in an imaginary world and we all came together and it was like, yo, I'm just, I'm not going to do this. You know how quick they will flip the script? You know how quick they will be like, okay. I think we need to start paying these people more. But then again, you always get the little people who will do favors. And it's okay to do a favor every now and then. I'm not saying be money hungry your entire career. Obviously, everybody starts somewhere. But you have to remember you started somewhere. Once you fucking start, you start. I can't keep doing favors my entire career because then I'll never have a career. I'll never have something to move on with, you know, because all my life I'm just doing favors. Anyway, moving on. So this past weekend, which striked up this conversation and striked up wanting to even do this whole podcast thing. Um, this past weekend, I was sitting down and I was having a conversation with my friends. I, I actually have some of those now, guys. You guys would be so proud. I think I like two. Um, anyway. Two is better than none. Um, so yeah, we had in this conversation and they were talking about how they were a part of a studio. And this studio, just like a lot of other studios in the world, is well known. Well known, obviously. And when you see them at events and you see them at congresses, you see them walking around in a huge pack. And they're kind of like the it girls of like the team. I mean, not the team, but like the scene. And everybody wants to be a part of this team. People have literally moved across the fucking country to be a part of this little it girl group, you know? And fine, that's all great. But the fucking griminess that happens behind the scenes when you guys are sitting in the audience and you see all of these glorious professional teams and you are willing to move your life around so that you can one day possibly be on the team. There's so many other sacrifices that no one wants to talk about. Picture you moving from literally let's fucking say Berlin because there are people who have done this. Let's say Berlin. You move from Berlin all the way down to fucking New York. You come to New York and they're promising you, you're going to do all of this. You're going to do all of that. You spend all of your money training. You spend all of your money trying to basically build your spot here. And you finally get the spot that you want. You're offered classes and people are in your classes and there's like 30 people and the class is like $22 a person. So you're sitting there all giddy and happy like a fucking child, right? I'm putting you guys in the moment because I want you to be the instructor right now. I want you guys right now to be this instructor that I have created and I want you to get excited. You come into the studio. It's your first class. You're all excited 
excited because this is the moment you've been waiting for. You've been waiting to teach at this fucking professional studio that everybody talks about because this is about to open so many doors for you. And you see all these people. There's 30 people deep. You're doing the math because who doesn't do the fucking math? And you're like, wow, 22, 22, 20. And you're doing all of the fucking math. And you're like, okay. I understand that this is, again, going back to the business and I have to pay a cut for using the studio. There's a studio rental fee, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. So you now taught an hour and a half. You go to the back. It's time to talk to the big boss. And you're like, all right. So I made this and this amount of money. How much of it are you going to take out? And they go, oh, here's your check. And they hand you over. 25 fucking dollars. 25 fucking dollars. I said that correctly. Yes, I did. 25 fucking dollars. So again, do the math. There's 30 people there. $22 each. But you get paid 25 dollars that's not even two fucking people who took your workshop are you shitting me are you shitting me right now and these people will continue to do it every week why because these directors are fucking smart they sit there and they tell you oh but it's for the exposure and if it wasn't me you wouldn't have the content that's bringing in the students so therefore I deserve the extra pay yeah because you can't go outside you can't go outside and record videos it's fucking cold you don't have a living room you don't got a basement fuck at this point recorded in the box it doesn't matter you should be like the fact that recording a class video to help promote their fucking class and their studio is the reason why you get $25 after it's just listen two plus two equals four but that will never fucking add up to me I'm sorry that's math that I will never be able to get behind never be able and people get away with this people get away with this and why do they get away with this because no one is putting their foot down no one is putting their foot down. And it really struck me hard when I was talking to like my friends and stuff. And like one dude just straight up came out and was like, yeah, I don't even get paid for any of the that, like any of the subbing that I do either. Like if I sub, it's basically a blessing to me. I don't make money off of that because I subbed their class. So the fucking class that you are subbing, the person who's not there doing absolutely anything gets paid completely everything. Give that motherfucker $25 and you keep the rest because you're the one doing the work. No, no. That is bizarre to me. That is crazy to me. But again, it's crazy to me right now. It's crazy to me right now because I finally have found my worth and I have developed this mentality where it's like, look, I'm going to just do the first thing that comes to mind. So if that means I'm going to teach a class, I'm going to teach a salsa class. And if two people go to the class, fuck it. I'll decide from there if I want to do another one. And either I trust in that process to watch it grow or I just cut it from right there and I just quit while I'm ahead. Those are my two options. 
and I have become comfortable with that because there are certain people who will teach two classes and be like, you know what? It's not as consistent from when I was back there in that shitty place. And they care about the visual aspect of it. It's not about the visual if you're not making money off of it. it has nothing to do with the visuals. What sense does it make to have over 30,000 followers on fucking Instagram and all of those people are coming to your classes because they want to dance with you but you're not making the rightfully fucking own the money that you deserve to have what sense does that make that makes absolutely no sense but it's going to continue to happen if you guys do not put your fucking foot down and know your worth now before I let you go I want to understand well not understand but I want you to understand What does it mean to have worth? When I say worth, I mean, have you taught at Congresses? Have you been a highlighted artist at the Congress where you're on the flyer because it's attracting people? People know that you're going to be there and they want to be there because that is honestly, that's where it really counts. And that's when you can put your foot down and say, well, I've been to this place, this place, this place. I have the videos to back it up. I have the students to back it up. I've done this and this and this. I direct this team and this team and this team. And I work with these people. All of those credentials do matter before you start putting your foot down. So don't learn a basic off of YouTube and then start stomping around, putting your feet all over the place, talking about, oh yeah, I know my worth. No, 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 not you, bitch. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you with Coach YouTube. I'm talking about the people who have trained their literal fucking asses off, who have put in the time, who have put in the work, who have been in situations where they've done favors, who have been in situations where they've been underpaid, but doing way more than their fucking pay grade. That's who I'm talking to. Not talking to the coach YouTube people. So please do not do not do that. Because then everybody's gonna start coming for me telling me that I'm telling beginners they should put their foot down. If you are a beginner, use your fucking feet for something else. Not this. But if you are someone who has been in the game and you have busted your fucking ass, especially at congresses where you guys know for a fact you're going over there, you're doing your shows, you're doing your workshops all for a meal and a room. And even if the meal is included, it's for a room. And you have to social dance and stuff like that. I get the struggle. Been there. Done that. We all started from a a, a low place and we've progressed. But you're not going to progress if you do not know your fucking worth and put your foot down and say, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. And that's all I have to say on that. This is probably definitely going to be problematic because some people are probably going to figure out who I'm talking about or other companies in general. And honestly, I don't give a fuck. If you don't want a shitty response, don't be a shitty person. It's okay to be a business person and own a studio and work around everybody's schedule and be reasonable to other artists, especially artists who you know for a fucking fact. If they leave this studio, they'll be better off. Come on now. They're doing you the favor. Be nice. Don't don't be greedy. Don't be cheap because you know what? Karma's a bitch. And karma will come up and bite you up in the ass. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, but it will fucking happen. So be good to people, studio owners. Treat your staff with respect, please. And at the end of the day, realize that staff, your staff, they have a life too. They have bills to pay too. They have car notes. They have insurance. They have bills. They have a fucking life. Some of them even a family. So yeah, be nice. $30 $30 an hour, if you couldn't live off that, why the fuck would you try to put somebody else to do that? Let's let's do a little better. $25 an hour? Come on. Come on. I can fucking, 
I think that person could work, not even I, but that person could fucking work a week in Forever 21 and have the same type of fucking abuse at the studio and Forever 21 and still be making more money over there. You need to get it together. You need to get it together. This episode has been definitely problematic, but wouldn't call it probably problematic if I wasn't. (laughs) I love you guys so much. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for listening and catch you later. Bye.